Hello, friends, and welcome to the Monday Show, episode 13. I am your host, Wes. With me, as always, my good friend, Roots. Roots, lucky 13, brother. Yeah. What do you think? Ah, I think uh, time's flying, man. Flying. I think so, too. This is uh, This is the most magical Monday that we've had thus far, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Magical Monday Show. <laughs> all right uh so speaking of magical speaking of spooky speaking of ghosts spectro first up on the docket today we, uh of the games that we tried this week uh the most surprising right yeah actually i, I wasn't that i was dreading this game i just i thought eh, it's a little cartoony I, I didn't think i was going to um enjoy it that much but uh you know, it was a game that I wanted to try um, in general, and uh, and so when Driven By wanted us to uh, check it out, I thought, eh, why not? I picked it up. I got it actually on sale from Kingwin for eight dollars, which is quite a good deal. It's usually twenty dollars, and uh, I got a good deal on it. And um, even if it was twenty dollars, I thought, wow, this is actually a pretty good game. Yeah, it actually it was uh, very good. You know, it was the thing about this game that I thought that I wouldn't like was what I ended up liking about it. You know, I thought that this was going to be a kid's game. Seemed like a kid's game to me. Uh, turned out it is kind of like a kid's game, but it's like a Nintendo game. That's what it felt like to me. Did it feel like a Nintendo game to you? Yeah, the music was very Nintendo-esque. I think they kind of um, they made it seem like it was Luigi's Mansion almost, in a general, like, um, and I know... It's an early access, and somebody's suggested maybe you could get the ghosts and fling them around and bang them on the wall and have to be a little bit more physical, which would be kind of cool. But uh, um, yeah, I think uh, I think they did a really good job with this. You know, you've got your gun there. Um, you you ha are limited in what you can do. He's just sucking up the candle that you have to use the candle uh, to to power it. So. You can only use so much, and um, those ghosts are everywhere, and uh, they get more aggressive as you go through the tower as you get higher, right? Yeah, yeah. Procedurally generated exploration game is what this is, and it's not just ghosts that you're looking for. You're looking for coins. There's all sorts of power-ups uh, for you to progress your character, but like most roguelikes, you die, you're back to step one, and uh, the object of the game here is to make it to the top of the tower but uh, the only way that you can go upstairs is by finding the secret door that leads to the stairs which is a, a really cool concept i thought um roots uh what did you think about the the, the variety here i mean as far as like the 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 uh, floor to floor uh did you did you think the progression went quickly enough or did it just seem uh, repetitive to you it went quick enough, but um, I feel like we're starting starting on level one is a little too punishing because it it is repetitive in a sense. You know, I mean, you're you're killing a lot of these ghosts, and you're um, you know, once you die, you lose everything except for your coins. And that's the only thing. And you can buy all your weapons. You can buy back in the store everything that you've unlocked. You can buy back in the store, um, but you have to get the coins again. And uh, so far, I got to level five. I know you did too. You quit because you ran out of time. I um, got overwhelmed with ghosts. These ghosts actually get, like I said, they get more aggressive. 
and um they'll start shaking on the door and you you i've gone through like three or four doors and they've and shut them all and they've followed me and eventually made it through to me as well so that was kind of cool uh but uh and they're you know there's different types of ghosts right you ran into the bomber guy right and then there's some other weird hat thing i don't even know what the hell that thing was um but uh what'd you think of that yeah, I thought that the different ghost types were a nice twist. I mean, it was a much-needed uh, variant in the gameplay. You never know what you're going to get when you open one of these doors. You always know that one of those bastards are in there, but uh, they're not always even right out where you can see them. Sometimes they're hiding in objects, like uh, they might be in a book or a cup or a clock or something. And, uh, you know, you're rattling this stuff around trying to get coins, which, by the way, sound like Mario coins when you pick them up. Uh, and, and, you know, you rattle the stuff around, all of a sudden you have a ghost popping out attacking you. And, uh, you know, a, a legitimate shock from time to time when, when these things jump out after you. Because you have to get the hell out of Dodge. You can't sit still because they will jack you up if you sit still. Um, you know, when I saw the trailer for this, I thought it looked a little cartoony. looked a bit like a quest game but i was actually really surprised at how good this game looked once you're in it they use a lot of bloom uh a lot of lighting effects and a very colorful uh uh scene to uh to make this thing look very good i mean i thought it looked really good how what did you think about how it looked yeah i had it super sampled really high and uh it looked amazing and um very immersive you know as I'm running around and I'm that's when I ended up dying I got surrounded by those ghosts and uh, uh, it was crazy did you find any of those uh, star things I keep I guess there's a star thing there I never found any of the stars no and then what about that I found like a totem that uh, I when I clicked on it it said some kind of weird thing to me about a shadow or something like that and I think it was trying to get me to find uh, whatever the shadow was for but I didn't figure it out until I like kind of ran out of time. Um, did did you have any kind of experience with that thing? And if so, how did it go for you? No, I found the toad that totem there. That um, so essentially find the totem for every level, and uh, you when you do find it, you put your um, hand over it, and oh, yeah. uh, it'll show a picture of the room that has a secret door in it, and uh, so you got to go find that room, and then open up that secret door and that's how you get through that's the only totem i've found yeah um as far well, as that what goes i was talking about i'm sorry what i was talking about is like this this stone guy this like waist high mm. his glowing eyes okay no i never saw that so i guess there's extra shit in there that we you know either you or i haven't seen i don't know i'm um way more impressed with this game than i thought i was gonna be i uh glad i picked it up and i i want to go back into it and it has a lot of that draw you back in um that we always talk about you know reasons to go back and because uh, you you're gonna go through these levels over and over again you're gonna you're gonna unlock stuff and you're gonna now you're gonna be able to have better gear to get higher in the tower and i want to get to the top and get that mask and um see what this is all about you know yeah definitely uh, a game that I could see myself going back into a game I feel like could probably run on Quest if they uh, if they really tried hard enough, and I think it would be a good fit for the Quest because it's very uh, 
user friendly. I think people of all ages and all uh, tastes can enjoy a game like this because there's a little something for everybody. There's a little FPS in it. There's a little exploration in it. And uh, while every playthrough through is alike, none of them are exactly alike. You know, so um, I'm developing a bit of a taste for these roguelikes, and I never liked them before. Uh, which is really odd to me. I always kind of hated the roguelike games, but uh, we've had some good ones come out this last year in VR, haven't we? Yeah, it's all about that draw, man. A, a roguelike, if it, it gives you a reason to go back in, um, like even Pistol Whip in a sense, you know, even though it's not a roguelike, but it, it's, you know, a, any game that draws you back in, that makes you want to go back in, like every time on this so you, that I died um, a couple times, I immediately wanted to jump back in there and 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 get further and and find more stuff. So, um, but uh, yeah, solid palate cleanser, right? Yeah, this is it. This is my new palate cleanser. Yeah, I say, for sure. Move you over. Know what the, uh, what the original uh, MSRP is for this? Mm -mm. I don't know either. I, I would say that it's a 15 or 20 dollar game it's probably worth 20 bucks oh no it is 20 yeah it is going for 20 bucks right now yeah yeah so. Th you so you got a deal on it then yeah like i said king one i got it from king one and uh those are legit keys so um yeah yeah people like to question that and they don't know where these keys come from this is a key broker getting these keys from a legit source i, I would imagine if I had to guess, and I don't want to throw anybody under a bus or, or ruin anybody's gravy train here, but I imagine that, that that these devs probably have a lot of overstock keys that they get for reviews and things, and this is probably a way for the devs to make a few dollars without having to give Steam a cut, and uh, I'm all for it. You guys act like there's some, something shady going on here. It's not like you can steal game keys, dudes. You know what I mean? Right. These are coming from somewhere. They're most likely coming from the developer. And uh, if the developer can profit in, in any way without having to give their cut to the to the big corporation, hey, I'm all for it. Not only that, but if I get to try it, <laughs> we can try it and let people know if it's worth playing, you know. I'm, my thing is, if I've got somebody, if we even have one person in the uh, that watches the show that wants to know about something, and we can, I'd like to... At least try it right yeah for sure so here you go driven by uh it's Sounds a good game you. better better than i thought even and uh definitely gonna go back in and check it out i guess watch our channels if i don't play through at roots wheel and uh i'm i'm sure there's a video coming up this would be a good one to stream right yeah because you can you could talk to people and play this game yeah i mean uh it's not a, a something you have to overly think um you have to be thorough with your investigation because you can find stuff anywhere yeah especially those life potions that was funny i kept gathering those and uh i was thinking ah man i for, for a while i'm never going to use these and then all of a sudden i came across a whole bunch of ghosts and a short time and i was surrounded and i couldn't get through the door and I had no candle, and I was dying, and I was like drinking potion after potion, and then it real I dawned on me that's why I have so many. They're everywhere, right? Yeah, yeah, a little too many, actually, in my opinion. It kind of well, I mean, in a way, it makes the game easier than it should be, 
but then again it's not easy to use those items when you need to because uh when you're on the verge of death normally you have something attacking you and these ghosts are fast they're aggressive they shoot projectiles some of them bomb you uh you have to basically try to use these items on the run and uh you don't have a big wide open space to run you're running basically through a small you know one story apartment flat and uh yeah uh definitely a little too a few too many of the the, the life potions but i did enjoy finding all the different upgrades and things for the guns i thought that was really cool you know i found myself running mostly trying to find a candle i'm like because they're not you know they respawn you know after a bit but it's not like they're everywhere so you're going through all these rooms and there's no candles and you're running into like five ghosts and then there's another one and you've ran out of your stuff and you're running and roots are scared and there's nowhere to run and yeah it's not a good scene uh, i just kept going back to the same candle reloading on it and making sure i had a full meter before i opened a new door <laughs> well that's typical west though that's like i was thinking about pistol whip that's like i guarantee after every shot you re reloaded right oh, yeah for even sure, though you had 15 sure. clip right i was reloading to the beat son boom boom <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right so let's move on what else did we play this week roots ah uh, we played a game we got uh from developers um actually came in and uh gave it to us in the discord and it uh is thief simulator vr yeah an interesting one here um they've basically taken this this flat game and they put their best effort forth to make it seem like a built from the ground up VR experience. And they've done very well in some aspects of that. I mean, the, the, the hand presence is very, very good. The, the locomotion uh, is really good in it. You know, Roots, what really, really impressed me that these guys got right, that a lot of VR developers get wrong. Options for days in this thing son you can set it up any way you want as far as comfort options locomotion options i mean just an abundance of uh of options from the very get-go when you get into this thing did you notice that mm -hmm. yeah i actually went through and changed a lot of them now this is an early access and uh it's not even out yet or on in vr and um and uh so even when it does get released i think it's not next week um, it is going to be early access. So, you know, there are some things that we will bring up that, you know, there's a lot of goods and a, a few things that need to be tweaked. But uh, that's good news of early access, right? So they're going to be oh, uh, yeah. working on it. I mean, look at all those options of things you can buy. Um, I haven't bought anything yet. Have you bought anything? Uh, just the stuff that, you know, oh, the I free bought a stuff. Lockpick, you know. Uh, I, you know, I, I bought, I bought the things that the, the, the guy told me to buy it. This, this game's odd. I spent well over an hour in this game, like an hour and 15 minutes, hour and 20 minutes. And I still think I'm in the tutorial for this thing. It's so detailed that the way the gameplay is, I mean, it, it seems simple enough, right? You're a thief. You're going and you're, you're, uh, scoping out these houses and, um, and robbing them 
but there's actually a lot to it when you take you know what you do with the loot how you sell it how you buy things to upgrade uh your character is completely progressive like you earn skill points that unlock skills so like you you develop like your lock picking branch of skills so like you start off being able to pick basic locks and then as you go on you can you can uh pick more and more progressively difficult and and harder locks to uh to crack um and that's just one example of one skill uh very much a flat game level of detail here right roots mm -hmm. yeah actually it's uh it's definitely and that's one of the things that um i think are, as they you know work on this game they're um they'll tweak like we were saying you know uh like the crowbar kept doing weird things on our belt and stuff you even stuck it in your backpack just to get it out of the way i didn't think about that i just kept dealing with it and trying to grab stuff and having it get grabbed in my hand and stuff but um but yeah no i uh i really was impressed with just about everything the way that uh that they've transported this over and uh i'm really excited to see when they they get it completely finished and um the one thing that I, I would say, like you said, I feel like some of this stuff is a little too slow paced. And you were saying this as well in the beginning, like you went to the, like three or four different houses and it was like, you barely scratch the surface. And uh, um, I don't know if that's just part of the tutorial or what, I don't know what this person's doing. Um, now, do you didn't hit any pedestrians, did you? No, I did not hit okay. any pedestrians. Yeah. I was actually good about not only not hitting pedestrians but not being seen by them either yeah so i guess let's talk about that there's uh some different things you can and can't do and don't want to be doing right when you're walking around and you don't want to be like brandishing your uh crowbar so people know um i know i came out of one house and came out when went to open the gate and somebody was right there and it said trespassing and i jumped off to the side and the person walked away and then i was able to walk out but uh um well, that was kind of cool yeah it's it's kind of realistic in 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 that sense where uh you you'll get in trouble for suspicious behavior if you're if you're walking down the street carrying a crowbar or a flashlight uh it's gonna people are gonna draw you know it's gonna draw attention to you uh there was once where i was crouching walking down the sidewalk and it was like hey dude you shouldn't be crouching here you know <laughs> it's suspicious activity and uh, you basically, if you're not uh, blending in, then you've got trouble on your hands. Uh, when, you're, when you're getting ready to break into a house, you have to stay out of the light. If you use your flashlight, you have to make sure people don't see it. Um, it's a simulation. I mean, it is what it says it is. It's a simulation. Uh, what Root said is true. There are uh, a few telltale signs of, early access jank which is uh to be expected the crowbar thing that he mentioned is absolutely true they give you a a way to holster your crowbar but uh it's generally on the side of your dominant hand so as you're trying to pick things up half the time you just end up grabbing your crowbar off of your belt instead uh another thing i didn't really care for is um when you're picking something up off the ground you know most vr games won't make you bend all the way down to the ground and put your hand on something to pick it up. Generally, you can get fairly close to it and hit the grip button and it'll kind of fly into your hand. 
Uh, not with this game. I mean, if you're getting something out of the back of a cupboard, you've got to get back in there and grab it, uh, which I didn't really care for so much. Um, the driving, the driving was not comfortable for me. Roots, what about you? No, you said there was a an option for thumbstick driving, but I, I did the same thing you did. There's You can actually grab the steering wheel and drive, which was kind of cool, but it's the... <sighs> Trying to shift going going forward or drive a reverse and then doing the steering and then uh, you know the brakes. It just seemed like the it was punching too much on the gas and yeah yeah that, you know I had that problem for sure it, yeah so it was it was very weird it was awkward um, but I do like the I like driving like that with the steering wheel I just I don't know um, it was a little awkward yeah. All minor problems, uh, you know, just just basic the the kind of stuff you expect out of an early access game. To be honest, uh, and overall, I was fairly impressed here with the concept. I really I left out of it feeling like I haven't really got into it yet. Even though I spent this you know sixty to ninety minutes in the game, and for a VR game that's a long time. This isn't really a VR game. This is a flat game. So I don't feel like I've really even got started. Like I said, I still feel like I'm in the tutorial here. I feel like this game is going to get better as you go. And uh, I really haven't even learned how to play fully yet. But uh, a very realistic simulation as far as that goes. And uh, something I was impressed about. And a game I will be putting more time into. That guy's breaking the toilet, man. What is with this person? He's breaking the toilet. He's stealing... Uh, bread box like a, now that's one of the things I thought that was cool you can hit the button uh, inside trigger and it'll tell you the value of it and it even said that as he was picking stuff up and um, putting it in the bag and and you know I mean I, I guess maybe something valuable in, in his defense something valuable is in the bread box but I don't know what he thought was in the ketchup bottle that he stole that's not going to get you any money um but that's the thing is like i i didn't get that i didn't scratch my itch i want to steal some good shit you know i want some playstations i want some jewelry i want to you know i want to steal a car and and dismantle it you know so i'm definitely going to be going back in there because like you said yeah. there's so many options so many tools to build and and buy and um there's reasons to go back in again reasons as you're uh as you're building your way up you're getting cooler stuff and um i just think that's really cool yeah that that's the thing about this game the, the it's it's a progression and it's a fairly slow merit-based progression you have to work your way up and right now you're a petty thief nickel and diamond just to try to get by uh but before long your, your skill level is going to increase as you what, what did you think about the character progression you know i kept getting these skill points for uh for stealth extra points to uh apply to my character and unlocking skill trees did you mess with that stuff any well, i didn't get any points man you know like that now i feel like i missed out on the game i want to get some skill points i want to unlock some stealth shit maybe you were doing stuff that i i didn't even really notice what was with the map, the watch i noticed that it was a cool thing but i didn't know that until i'm watching this video that it is actually leading you places as I was wandering the neighborhood, like looking for 109, you know, the first house they tell you to go to is 109, and uh, I couldn't find it for a little bit. So, 
But I got trapped in 110. I got like trapped in the uh, the yard. You have to, I kind of had to go through 111 to get into 110. Did, is that how you got into 110? Like you went into 111 and that chick was looking out the window and you kind of had to sneak, sneak by. Sneak by, yeah. Yeah. I couldn't find my way out of that until I figured, duh, dumb shit, just go out the other window. I had to go. I was like roaming all around this backyard trying to climb back up that thing that I jumped down and I uh, couldn't, couldn't get out. There. And uh, eventually it dawned on me, hey, I bet I could just go back in 110 and go out a front window. And sure enough, uh, I got right out. See, my character, he was um, he was grabbing all this nickel and diamond stuff because he's addicted to meth and he's stealing toasters and all sorts of stuff just to right. get his, uh, you know, I had a whole backstory going, you know. So he needs to get yeah. some more money, though. That's not too much money, though. Yeah, I think uh, the way this works is you, you, you gather your money to buy tools to help you be a better thief. Uh, you gather experience points to unlock your skill tree to learn new skills to help be a better thief. And then as you become better, then you stop going through these smaller houses and you start to go into the nicer neighborhoods. Mm. And there they have the PlayStations. They have the nice cars. That's when this game is going to get fun. We're just still kind of in the tutorial, I think. Did you run into anybody? Because that was my thing. Every time I opened a door, I was expecting somebody to, you know, be there. And uh, so far, I never ran into anybody in the houses, which, oh, my God, how horrifying would that be, right? <laughs> I thought about trying to go into 111 and trying to kill that those people. When I was stuck, couldn't figure out how to how to get out. I thought, you know what? I'm just going to go in this house and kill these people. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool if they let, I mean, you know, let me do that. Let me switch it up, you know? <laughs> I've got a crowbar. I could beat that bitch to death quick. Maybe I don't want to just stop at being a thief, you know? Maybe I want to be a murderer, too. So that's the tree, right? So I'm, what, I mean, I saw that there was skills and stuff. I never clicked on it, man. I had that cool, cool tablet, but I never, uh, I only clicked on what it was telling me I needed to needed to do so yeah there's a lot to this game it's a like i said this is a flat game level of detail and it's a legit simulator it's an odd thing to simulate being a thief but uh it's a pretty accurate simu simulation the only thing i didn't really see them doing here you know real thieves that are hooked on drugs they don't just stop at toasters and shit they'll tear the walls <laughs> down steal the copper wiring out strip the place down you know what i mean and they don't ever go back to the same street and hit different houses on the same street that's stupid you're gonna get caught doing that shit. you have to go to different places all around town or if you were gonna hit 109 110 111 you're not gonna go from 109 back to the shop right. and then go back to the same street you know who knows what 111 is thinking or that lady man I wonder why she was looking at you weird, dude. You were back there again, third time, stealing people's <laughs> shit, right? She's like, pizza. this dude. Did you guys yeah. order pizza? <laughs> like, no. With the crowbar pizza guy. Yeah. Oh man, but no, this is definitely a definitely um, a good game, and uh, I can't wait to see what they're gonna do with it in early access, and when they get it all completely tweaked and polished up, and I think it's gonna be a really good game. Yeah, potential here. Definitely need uh, have a, there's a few rough spots to iron out. Uh, the backpack system, backpack was pretty cool if you left it on your back. If you took it off and you're standing next to a table or something, it kind of got a little floppy, a little weird. 
you know, basic early access stuff that you expect. When they get that stuff ironed out, a lot of potential here for a, a game that uh, that you can spend some time in. You know, one of these games that we've been talking about that you can put in 30 minutes, 45 minutes at a time, and uh, just have a little fun and, and then go on to the next. Um, so again, yeah, I'm glad I played it. Want to thank the developer for uh, giving us review access to this game. We're going to continue to make good use of it and uh, wish them the best of luck with their launch in the early access next week. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, 15 bucks. Not bad for a game of this scale, is it? No, especially since, like you said, we've already spent, I've already spent close to two hours in there and um, haven't even gotten uh, past toasters and, and, you know, you can get a couple bucks for those frying pans, you know. You don't turn your nose up at those, dude. Hey, that Russian you know? pawn shop gave me 20 bucks for those toasters, man. Really? Holy bucks. crap. That guy, that is one thing, too. Make that guy look real. You <laughs> 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 look like a mannequin, dude, you know? Yeah, but, yeah uh, a little bit. I yeah. wanted to sell him that TV because it, the guy told you specifically, don't sell the TV at the pawn shop. Yeah. And, um there's a spot there for you to take large items. I thought, you know, maybe I just go in here and sell this TV. Screw that guy. I wonder why. I wonder if he like knows something. He knows that like you're gonna get traced. You know. <laughs> no, he had a spot set up. He had a he had it sold on eBay basically. Uh You take that TV in there, then you have to get on the computer and sell it. So, got fifty bucks for that TV. That's a good deal, right? For those old tube tvs hell yeah it's a good deal somebody must have had a nintendo they wanted to play or something yeah that's all they had right actually that's not that good a deal really for them is okay the pawn shop gave you 50 bucks good deal for you pawn shop gave you 50 and that, that means they're going to sell it for more and how much did you pay for your flat screen that after you broke your one 50 bucks <laughs> <laughs> not for some tube piece of shit but this could be like well, no, that tablet's pretty new, man. I think somebody got ripped off here. At least we oh, got yeah, a good deal. I'm sure they stole those tablets. He's got yeah. a, there's a, even another computer up there that's locked. You have to have hacking skills to uh, even use that computer. So I imagine it's stolen too, right? Probably locked out. Oh, uh, yeah. So that's cool, though. There is a there is a lot to this game. Did you do the uh, lockpick tutorial? No. See, I never got to lockpick, you know. I, uh. Um, I was roaming the neighborhood, dude, for like 20 minutes on foot. <laughs> it told me to stop a... for some reason. So I stopped and I was walking around and I thought, okay, you know, I, maybe I need to be stealth. I can't just walk right up to the house and, and steal from it, you know? And then Wes is telling me, he's like, oh no, I drove right up to the backyard and literally got out and, you know, and took, got the TV and went loaded it right up and i'm thinking i was walking with that tv for like blocks dude and i was trying not to let people see <laughs> I me i kept dropping it did you keep dropping the tv <laughs> it, it was weird i didn't know if i had it if i was carrying it or what the deal was yeah it was weird so yeah yeah that was a little bit weird because i wasn't doing anything weird I, I thought maybe at first that my crowbar was knocking into it and making me drop it but I put my crowbar away and still kept dropping the damn TV. I was like, man, this must be a heavy-ass TV. I keep dropping it. Yeah, it's tube. That car looks pretty old, too, so maybe it was a few da little dated as far as the uh, um, the time period. We 1989 were Ford Escort Ashback. Look at that. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't love that, right? 
Who doesn't, man? If you're yeah. going to steal boxy-ass TVs, that's what you want. <laughs> that's right. You got to have the right car for the job, right? That's right. So, all right. Anyway, a lot of potential here. Definitely worth fifteen bucks. Definitely worth a shot. Worth a shot in early access. Out next week. Be sure to check it out. Yep. All right. Uh, now let's talk about something that I've been a fan of for quite some time. Uh, a to be continued that was finally continued. Wolves in the walls. You heard us talk about this. Some time ago on this program, uh, pretty much the best VR interactive experience. You know what I'm talking about when I say experience. You know, these arts and crafts, these VR films that have some interactivity. Pretty much the top of the, the food chain when it comes to these things so far. Um Roots, there's a lot to love about this thing. What really strikes me more than anything is the connection that you make with this little girl. You know, I've been in a lot of these things, and a lot of them are a lot more realistic looking than this is. This is really cartoony. But for some reason, this little girl feels real, doesn't she? Yeah, there's some, there's some kind of AI that they have in there that's... Uh... Like, and I even looked like when she walks around you here in a second on the, and it's like, uh, she makes, no matter where you walk with her, she's making eye contact and she's like, they designed it, um, especially the first one. They said they were going to do it more in the second and the third, um, to where it's just more about interacting with you. And then what you do is going to change what she does as far as where she's looking and, and so forth so um it just it really does and then the story really does a good job of making you feel for her you know um and more so than any other one um that i've ever felt you know yeah she's so. neglected pretty much by her entire family and i have a feeling i mean there's a lot of symbolism going on here this isn't a straightforward story the, the, there's some kind of story behind the story here and i still have it quite put it together yet but i'm quite sure that a lot of it has to do with this little girl being neglected and uh yeah they they build the sympathy from the very first minute of the game and uh, it continues right on to the end um roots part two part three where's the the dividing line there it was just like part two to me yeah it's weird because i went through it and i thought i was waiting for part three and then it ended and then but when i went back into the chapters to look there was actually two uh, one two and three so um but it did give you an option and i'm sure you clicked it because i did too it says said finish it all in one or something like this so if we didn't i'm assuming it would have done the second one and we would have had another intermission and then we would have done the third one, which I kind of wish I'd done because now I'm wondering like you. Um, but I kind of, you know, as I'm sitting here thinking about the story, I kind of understand a little bit, you know, and we won't give too much away but um, about the ending. But I don't know if you noticed, you know, when everything was going on in the big thing at the end, um, when you were interacting in that last scene, and you were hitting things, 
and they were exploding into items. Yeah. And uh, and they were personal items of each different person, you know. Right. I, I just uh, I'll talk to you about it because I it it really is almost an epiphany moment that uh, or maybe we could yeah I guess I say we could talk about this at the end but we're not reviewing it so no. um yeah but no it's uh it's definitely it's really worth checking out it's free uh it's what 40, 45 minutes long I mean it Something it won like all sorts all sorts of awards Sundance awards um definitely worth checking out. Now, how odd is that? You know, we get these things all the time, and some of them are really good, but almost universally, the biggest complaint about these types of experiences is they're always too short. And here we have easily the best one that we've ever seen. And not only is the quality level there, but it's 45 minutes. It's like, it's like almost a made-for-TV film. You know what I mean? In length. And... Uh, and it's not just something that you're watching. It's something that you frequently participate in. And just an free. enjoyable experience. And everybody who hasn't tried this yet needs to, to make it happen. It really is something else. And it's free. And if you notice the pattern, you know, and it's not always free, but subsidized. It's Oculus Studios again. That evil fucking facebook man i hate those people um but keep bringing awesome stuff into vr like they have the monopoly on awesome stuff you know viport has exclusives too nobody talks about those uh but i think i think we need to change that roots i think that we need to have an episode maybe next week on the monday show we'll take a look at some of the vive exclusives and uh people don't realize how much of this stuff is out there. There actually is quite a bit of it, and uh, I think we need to put a spotlight on it. What do you say? Yeah, I think it's a really good idea. All right, so tune in next week for that. Roots and I, as the topic next week, we're going to talk, we're going to pick out a few of our favorite Vive exclusives, or maybe they'll be like Vive Focus exclusives, maybe they'll be Cosmos exclusives. There's tons of these things out there if you look for them, and uh, we're going to pick a few and uh, educate uh, for a change. All right, so that brings us into our topic. And uh, we wanted to just explore a phenomenon. It's something that's fairly, I mean, it's, it's present in all gaming, but it, it's very prominent in VR. And it's this thing that happened like, like with zombie games, for example. Arizona Sunshine came out and People just couldn't get enough of that. So all of a sudden we have Contagion. All of a sudden we have all of these other, uh, you know, Brookhaven Experiment. All of these other zombie games. And uh, even though it's still not enough, uh, you know, at least people are giving it. They recognize that uh, we, we want more zombie games and they're, and they're coming. We've got Walking Dead games on the way. Uh, they just keep coming, and, and I couldn't be more thankful for it. Um, same thing with Wave Shooters. We had Space Pirate Trainer came out, then Blasters of the Universe came out, and then Shooty Fruity came out, Sneaky Bears came out, Singularity came out, and I know it, that it's a lot, but it's never enough. We love Wave Shooters. The developers know it, and they feel a responsibility to us to give us what we want, and we want more wave shooters so thank you devs for fulfilling that need uh 
now fast forward you know a year two years beat saber comes out a phenomenon the most successful game in vr history i mean this is it roots this is the most successful vr game right right and and like you said you know like everything one wanted to be um space pirate trainer uh everybody all the the rhythm games want to be beat saber or as successful right right and people can't get enough of this stuff and i think that um that uh you know they say we want more we want more rhythm games and i don't think they realize that the developers just like they were on our side with the zombie games and just like they were on our side with the wave shooters they're on our side here too because not only did we have beat saber but not long after that we had autica right mm -hmm. yeah uh, this is beat saber 2.0 in my yeah, opinion even better right right yeah this thing's amazing and, and then um what, what else roots people don't understand just how many of these are available and i know it's still not quite enough uh, but there's more than what people think. So, so name a, let's let's talk about this. Give us another one, Roots. What okay. Do we have so here? I'm gonna give one that's recent, so recent that my legs are sore. Okay. Um, pistol whip, and uh, you know this is this is another one. This is uh, you know, and and these three especially, and these are gonna be pretty much the three that all have something in common. Um, that all of the other ones that we're going to discuss don't have um and that is originality thinking outside the box and uh doing exactly what we've said like when you, whether it's rhythm games whether it's uh shooters or whatever it's like okay you want to make a rhythm game you want to make a uh a wave shooter then it needs to be a unique rhythm game it needs to be a unique wave shooter that no one else has done before that does something that everybody else hasn't done which is exactly what pistol whip is doing and that's why it's so amazingly received right yeah yeah unique unique very uh very different like uh synth riders for example uh never seen this concept before in vr have you roots uh yeah <laughs> Never seen this one, uh, except for quite a couple of other times. Okay, um, well, okay, that's a bad example. Uh, Box VR. That this is a completely unique concept. Am I wrong, Roots? Yeah, no, this one, um, this one, uh, actually, no, yeah, this one looks the same as as a lot of the other ones. Okay, my bad, my bad. Uh, what about Audio Trip? That that's a different one, right? Yeah, this one's new. Now, this one new is just different than Synth Riders because instead of circles, it's got triangles. Exactly. So, Originality. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, you got to get original. And um, this looks totally different. And um, and a lot of people would say, yeah, the environments are different. And that's it's that's okay, but it's not going to sell the game, man. You know? So. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, okay. So that's a bad example. What about... Um... What about Beat Blasters? That's an original concept, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Beat Blasters. Uh, no, that's... Well, I guess this one is a little bit unique, but it's so fucking hard that I don't I don't know that <laughs> anyone's ever going to play it. it. It 
because you uh, well, it, look it has triangles too though look oh that. yeah triangles, triangles and and moving and shooting stuff um yeah look, i don't you, even you dodge walls you don't dodge walls in any of these other games do you no no this is completely different well what about shooting orbs these are cut i mean those orbs are teal colored i haven't shot any teal colored orbs before roots no i haven't either actually and there's some there there's some different things that you're shooting i mean uh you know yeah that's not any different though okay well all right so obviously we need more of these games we don't have enough uh i mean am i forgetting any of this stuff roots i think we pretty much named them all didn't we no no yeah we uh that's it that's uh oh wait no there's um there's this one uh rhythm defender um rhythm, and rhythm defender yeah now this is a very unique one because <laughs> you're not shooting um blocks and stuff you're shooting uh ufos and um so it's completely different so yeah, that, that is different yeah it's it, it's thinking outside the box um let's look at this one for a second because it's it's taken a bit it's I was, a laser ball i can yeah, see you, that that's different yeah you got laser ball you got all sorts of um uh cool things going on yeah this is taking too long um so yeah this is uh this is definitely one that i did not know existed and i did not know that i could um i could enjoy shooting ufos and that's definitely different um For sure so that's you, it then right yeah, no, no, there's there's one more. Um, if you that's not enough for you, then we've got Dance Collider for you. You want to dance around, and um, this is different because you're dancing. Oh, but you're, yeah, that's, that sounds really different. But you're punching orbs. <laughs> so, well, I mean, what color are they? Uh, well, I think they're, I, I will say, I don't even know what color. I think they're, yeah, okay, so you got purple and green. Now, this doesn't look anything like any of the other games. Well, the orbs are flying at you because you got a dancing person you know right right um, totally different Unique. totally different yeah yeah and okay, that, so that, that okay point proven that that's it i get it that's enough that's all of them though right yeah <laughs> well i wish that was it because we got this one called power beats <laughs> <laughs> this one is cool because you're shooting a, a bunch of um or not even shooting you're hitting a bunch of um these things that the the orbs are different and you are i they're, think they're get, not glowing this time they're not like glowing. yeah orbs. but you get to duck this time and you have like a a hammer to hit stuff so yeah like it's like thor it's like yes. thor's rhythm game yeah so you get to be thor's now some of these were going back in time like because this one the next one is audio shield Everybody knows Audio Shield, and this is one of the most original ones, right? This is what all of these orbs were based after. Was this one, um, and so that I mean that sadly isn't even it. Like we really could keep going on because oh, yeah. there were there was uh, what VR Rhythm Boxing. We didn't add that one in. There was a couple more that at least, and we weren't even looking to pull more, and you were pulling more. Um, <laughs> And so we were, I mean, the, the point is, is, is there's just, you get, there's a genre, it becomes popular. You have a beat saber, you have a, um, a space pirate trainers that does so well. And every developer says, I want to do that. And everybody sets out at the same time to make the same game, all releasing about the same time. Um, but we're past that with this, right? We're, we're now at the point where 
they're still coming out. And don't get me wrong, Pistol Whip, Attica needs to come out. We need more of those type of games. We don't need another game where we're moving down the track and we have guys popping out and we're shooting them to rhythm and dodging bullets. We've got it. It's called Pistol Whip. You know what I mean? Like at some point, the developers need to, to think outside the box. And that's, it sounds easy, but it really should be. It's like if the game already exists, don't make the same game with a little bit of a twist because, and then be, I mean, you can do whatever you want. Just don't be surprised when nobody buys it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I, in case you guys haven't figured it out, we've kind of, uh, in an ass backwards tongue in cheek kind of way we're trying to make a point here you know uh zombie shooters are an awesome awesome genre but people have this gag reflex when you start talking about new zombie shooters today because of what happened to them after the Arizona sunshine came out uh wave uh, wave shooters are fun it's a great idea concept for a game but what happened after after Space Pirate Trainers and, and Blasters of the Universe came out, the, they ran it into the ground. So we've got awesome rhythm games here with Beat Saber, Autica, and Pistol Whip. And even a couple of these other ones that we kind of laughed at were actually pretty good games too. But uh, we're in danger zone here, folks. This is a great genre. We are on the verge now of ruining it. Uh, Let's take it easy. Let's uh, let's try to have an original idea. Let's not all try to run to the bank with Beat Saber's money here because it's not going to work anyway. All you're going to do is sour people on what is a very fun, very engaging, and one of the best genres to experience in VR. Uh, again, the, what what makes these games good is what makes all good games good, and that is an original concept fully fleshed out and developed and uh and cheap knockoffs aren't going to work here and just like they've never worked on anything else before yeah especially as that uh, everything's developing so fast and the games are getting so much better and you know now you've got pistol i mean for the love of god please let's not i don't want to see like 17 pistol whips you know what i mean and I will see 17 more tracks for Pistol Whip. Yes. That'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I guess if they came up with a, a wittier name than Pistol Whip, you know. Whistle come up, Yeah, or, like, shotgun butt to the face <laughs> or something. Or I don't know. <laughs> like, you know, I they'll come up with some kind of name that's some kind of twist, and it'll be something similar, and everybody will be like, ooh, it's, you know, if anything, the the... The reason why Attica and even this, you know, like they'll say, oh, this isn't Beat Saber. You know, it's it's because Beat Saber was so good um, and so well received. And, it, you know, this is a completely different game. But, you know, that's it's you're almost setting yourself up to fail if you're going to make the exact same game as yeah, the game good. that everybody loves. You know, as as we've pointed out, it's getting to the point of being ridiculous. I mean, if it keeps going on at this pace with the stupid-ass rhythm games, I'm going to, at one point in the future, send a Terminator back in time to kill Yaroslav <laughs> Beck so that we never have Beat Saber. Oh, and then don't... what are you guys going to do? Yeah, then there's no Otic. Oh, I might have to stop you with that. 
you know now we're gonna have a we're gonna have a creative difference here. <laughs> we have a terminator battle so like my older terminator is gonna have to take on your younger terminator because you're trying to save autica while i'm trying to kill beat saber yeah see and that's a conundrum because i i support your 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 mission to to kill beat saber in that scenario it, it actually would be good although it could i mean it autica could still exist but maybe not you know uh, harmonics okay. yeah harmonics they, probably would have though yeah yeah harmonics this is what they do brother this is this is why autica is better than beat saber this is what they've been doing from day one way back when yeah um but yeah judgment day the day beat saber came out of early access right <laughs> that's right changed everything made weasel yeah. send everything had to send back uh terminator in time yeah and only if Beat Saber had triangles. I mean, they'd be perfect, man, right? <laughs> yeah, or circles, you know. Why square? Yeah. You know? Well, I think that, that's I mean, square is... We, we should have options, right? Yeah. Actually, that would be kind of cool if you could have different shapes and symbols or something, you know? It'd be you cool have if like they a, had You could have like a, dime, it would a be diamond. Cool like if, like if uh, a square had a certain property when you slice it and a triangle meant something different, you had to hit it different, or a circle, you had to do something else to that. I mean, that would be a way to add diversity into the Beat Saber structure, which is what I feel like it needs. It needs more diversity in gameplay other than just slicing. Um, yeah, shooty fruity. Yeah. Sneaky bears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, goodness. All right. Uh, I think it's going to wrap up Monday show 13 uh what'd you think did you like it if you did click that thumbs up and if you're new to the channel don't forget to subscribe click the notification bell to keep up with all of our content here on the virtual strangers channel stay tuned folks uh more videos coming up this week we've we've, we've kind of laid back and slacked off a little bit lately uh we're gonna catch up a little bit this week and we've got some cool stuff coming keep an eye out for that and uh uh, I guess that's it. It's for Roots, I'm Wes. We want to thank you for watching, friends. We will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. See you later.